Okay. Sefer Derech Hashem. So I decided I want to skip Lakdama um, because it's a little lengthy. It's very gishmak, though. I suggest taking a look at it. But basically what the, what the Ramchal says is that he wrote a Sefer with the intention of giving people a framework on how to understand all the Agadata, right? Derech Hashem is the Sefer is titled, means the way of Hashem. And the, the point of the entire Sefer is to explain Kodesh Baruch Hu's interactions with the Bria, how Hashem relates to the world. In fact, a little secret, all of Chochmei Kabbalah really is that study also, Kodesh Baruch Hu's interactions with the Bria. Kodesh Baruch Hu, we have no ability to understand, as we're going to talk about in the first parak. What we can understand, though, is how he, um, is how he, how he, how he relates to us. Um, and the Ramchal points out one of the difficulties in this area. So basically, you know, we can, we can subdivide the Torah into two basic sections. We have Halacha and we have Agadata. So Halacha um, comes from the Lashon of Halicha, to walk, right? And the reason for that is that walking is something where you have defined footsteps. So Halacha, we can say, you know, the din is that if it's within three tzvachim to the schach, it's kosher, it's more than three tzvachim, it's not love, it's not kosher, right? We have, we have parameters that we can set up which tell us exactly what the gather of the din is. And that's the world of Halacha, and that's Hashem's Ratz and how we should be noyeg in this world. Agadata, though, is the study of Derech Hashem, which is Hashem's relating to the Bria and our relationship to HaKosh Baruch Hu. That is something which is not finite, and that is something which can't be put down in, in, in such an empirical value like halacha can be, and that's why it's called agadata. Agadata is from the of the igud. Igud means a connection, like you're ma'aged the lulav together, right? Or an agud is also a stream. So the concept of, of agadata is something that's like, it's like water. You know, you find oftentimes in agadata, what was the fruit that other Rishon ate from? So the Medrash says, one says the rimon, one says the te'ina, one says it was a chita, right? And the question, are they arguing, right? In halacha, Rabbi Meir says the din is, you know, or Basil says the din for challah is one kav, and Beishami says two kabayim is machoikis. In Agadata, our Messiah is that they're not arguing. And that every single element that's brought by any opinion is expressing a different facet of the din. So the reason why the fruit all the ate was chita, was because chita, is can I get the concept of das? It was a riman, because riman represents this, and te'ena represents this. And the morale is very busy with that. So Agadata is very confusing. Because you have all these different ideas floating around. None of them seem to argue. None of them are defined like halacha. We can sit down and we can argue out what the halacha is. It can be put in Shulchan Aruch. Okay, the halacha is X, Y, and Z. Agadata, you read all these Gemaras, you hear all these stories, you see all these teachings, and, 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 it's, and, and it's all very like lucid. It's like an ego. It's like a yam. It's something which flows, and, and there's no clear definition to it. And a person gets very, very frustrated. So Ramachal said, I wrote a sefer to write a structure for a person to take all the Agadata and to put it into its proper place. And the muscle that he uses is that he says that it's the difference between a person who walks to a forest and he sees all the trees are all grown on top of each other versus a garden where everything is set in rows and it's, and, and it's neat. So, I mean, I think it's telling Donnie, the other job is that for me, the Sefer Derech Hashem is really that structure and how I understand Agadata. Any Agadata I see, I, you know, Ramchal has set up a, a system where you're able to say, oh, that Agatha fits in this area of Torah, that Agatha, this area of Torah. And oh, these two Agathas aren't arguing. That's expressing this idea, that's this idea. So hopefully the goal of learning Derech Hashem is to know exactly, you know, to have a framework on our Yad, to have a general picture of how Judaism works, and therefore all the Pratim we should be able to put into its proper places. That, that's the Tachlis yeah. of, of, of the Sefer. So the, 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 um, the whole Chiyah for Kabbalah, Michal speaks in, in many places, comes from the Pasuk, Ve'al You should put into your heart and you should know today. The Hashem gave us a commandment of Sinai 
that what we saw there, we should be meshavit into our lave. So there's a mitzvah in the Torah to know a Kodesh Baruch Hu's ways of dealing with the Bria. So that's, that's the Mitzvah Hashem, what we are attempting to, uh, to do. All right, so let's start off. We don't need that. You, don't, have, you have that. That works. You don't, you don't, yeah, okay. you're, you're good to go. All right, so the, the first parak is about Akrosh Baruch Hu himself. So like we said, you know, Akrosh Baruch Hu himself we really cannot understand. We can only understand his interactions with us, but at least there is some definition as a nivra that we can give to Akrosh Baruch Hu. It's not an ultimate definition because we can't really understand him, but at least it's a working idea. You know, we have to know who we're, who we're serving or how we, at least we can understand who we're serving. So he, a lot of the Lashonis over here on the first parak really is borrowed from the Rambam. The Rambam did not have Kabbalah. But despite the fact that Ramadan of Kabbalah is one of the greatest thinkers of Kla Yisrael, and it's amazing how much he was able with Amelis and his learning and thinking, he was able to actually bring down ideas, which a lot of times in the and very much are maskim to his ideas. So, it, you know, it's very apropos. But so these definitions come a lot of them from Yisrael. Kol Ishmi Yisrael. So every person in Kla Yisrael, Tzarek Shiyamin Vieda. The first, Perak Aleph? Perak Aleph. Oh, Perak Aleph. Where are you? Oh, uh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, okay, good. Kol ish misrael, perfect. Every person from Kla Yisrael, he has to believe and he has to know. We're going to get back to that. What's that double language? He has to believe and he has to know. He's got to know there was an initial existence. Kadman v'nitzchi. This existence preceded all of time and space and everything that we know. V'nitzchi, and this, inter- and this existence is eternal, meaning Kosh will never come to an end. So he was before anything that we, we find and he will never end. And he brought into reality, umamtzi, and he continues to bring into reality, it's a tongue twister, right? Everything which exists, in reality. So let's say that in English, Kodesh Baruch Hu created the reality, he maintains the reality, and anything which exists is constantly from a Kodesh Baruch Hu. And that is a Kodesh Baruch Hu. So the Rambam actually writes it very poetically. He says, if we would imagine a Bria where there was no Kodesh Baruch Hu, there would be nothingness. Absolutely nothing. Right? Not even, you know, I told my, I was learning Rambo with my children. I said, what, is, what does that mean to you? He says, there'll be nothing. I said, it's like when you close your eyes. Like, yeah, I'm like, no. <laughs> nothing means that there, there's, no, there's no one to perceive. Non-existence. We, that, that's, it's irrelevant terminology to us what non-existence is. Because by definition, to know what non-existence is, you have to be sentient to understand that something doesn't exist. So there would be absolutely nothing. However, if you can imagine a Bria without a Bria, and all there would be would be a Kodesh Baruch Hu, he says. So nothing exists independently on its own. Everything at every moment is being beamed into reality from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu would take his mind off the Bria for one moment or on any specific part of the Bria, it would lose its existence and it would not exist anymore. So we are at the will of Hashem literally at every single moment. Okay, and nothing has an independent existence outside of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's existence. So I want to touch a little bit on this Lashon he uses of Shiyamin Viedo, you should believe and you should know. It's interesting that in Sefer, the, the, in Sefer, Sefer Mitzvah of the Rambam, he counts the Mitzvah as being one of the mitzvahs, and that is the mitzvah of Amuna, to believe in Hashem. And he said, Sark Shiyamin, you have to believe. In Mishnah Torah, he says, by heart, if I can remember this, he says, something Shiyeda that you should know. Right? So in Sefer Mitzvahs, he calls it Amuna, when he counts the mitzvahs, you believe in Hashem. And in Mishnah Torah, he uses the Lashon of Yidiya, of knowledge, right? The Ramchal is doing that here. Shiyamin Vieda, you should believe and he should know, right? He's putting them both together. What's, what's the Pshat? So we know that Amuna is loosely translated into English as faith. Like the Pasuk says, right? We know that by daytime chakras, what do we say? We say, Emes Vyatsev, a Kodesh Baruch Hu's 
truth. His reality is true, v'yotziv, and it is firm. It is firmly solidified. It is, uh, it's yotziv, it's standing, right? Meaning, why? The daytime always represents a, a zman of clarity. When the sun is out, you can see everything that's around you. So the mornings represent a clarity that we have in our emunah of Hashem. And we know Akash Baruch Hu is true. It's emes v'emunah. Sorry, emes v'yotziv, pardon me. Emes, and it's, it's firmed reality. At night, what do we say? V'munascha b'leilois. At night we say, right? Emes v'emunah. Why? Because nighttime is the time when things are not clear. clear. Obviously, day and night, Chazal used to mean this world, Mashiach, and the Chesidish Asfarim, nighttime is always the hard times in your life, and daytime is always the times when you have clarity in your Avedis Hashem, right? So Amunah represents the faculty that we have to believe in a Kodesh Baruch even though it's not something which is a clear reality bias, like we have the, the, the concept of, of nighttime. So Amunah is just purely belief in a Kodesh Baruch what is the concept of Das? So where is the first time we find Das in the Torah? Is by Adam Yada is Chava. Adam knew Chava. Adam had relations with Chava. Why is the word Das the word to mean relations? Because Das is the midah of taking something outside of yourself and imbuing it and making it part of yourself, right? When the union of man and woman together, they become, they become one, one, one entity. Das always represents the idea of taking the knowledge that you have in your seichel and imbuing it into your heart, into the way that you, the way that you live. Das, the feeling of Kubalim, is connected the neck. The neck is the concept of das. Why? Because the neck is what connects the cerebral part of your brain to the rest of your body. It's the, it's the pathway in which the nervous system transmits understandings from your brain into your hands in order for you to do the things that you need, you need to do. Moshe Rabbeinu was called in the Sfarim as, 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 as the das, and, and as Chazal tells them, so come say, the Shechina spoke from Moshe Rabbeinu's neck. Why? Moshe was the kesher between Shemaim arts. He took the Torah, he went up to Shemaim, he got the Torah, and he brought it down to the world, just like the neck is what connects your brain to the rest of your body. That's the Midah of Das, which is infusing something from the higher world into the lower world. Very cute, actually. The Sfarim say, Paro, if you rearrange the letters, spells Arif. Hey, Reish, Ayin, Hey, Orif, right? Or Ha Orif, right? What's the shot? Why? Because the Orif is the back of the neck. Paro's goal was to block the reality of a Kodesh Baruch Hu from this world, right? Kloisra, when they do a various, they're called Am Kshay Orif, right? You are stiff necked, but the Orif is always the back of the neck, whereas the Garan is the front of the neck. So Moshe Ben represented the front of the neck, the connection between Shemaim Ba'aret. The Garan is the place where speech comes. Speech is what allows me to mechaber myself to you. If I want to communicate deep ideas in my brain to you, it comes out through the neck. So the neck is always that, that, that bridge between a higher world and a lower world that enables connection between two things. If we look that by the Bali Moser, by the Litvox, right? Everything is called Das, right? Or, the Or Yisrael Sefer, right? There's Chochum Das, Shirei Das, Das Terah, Das Moser, all this form, Das, Das, Das. Because they're so slant, they're very much so pushed an Aveda called Das. Why? It's taking the knowledge of my brain and imbuing it and making me intrinsically connected to that knowledge. Rabbi Yisrael Slantar always said that the distance between the heart and the mind is like the distance between Shemayim Ba'aretz, right? We can know something in our brain. It's Elul. It's a good time for most right? We can know in our brain that we are supposed to be good Yedim and we're supposed to do mitzvahs and not speak Lashon Harda. It's all, it's all up here and it's all well and good. Problem is it's not right here. So how do you get it from right here to over here. So that's the Avedah of Musr, and that's why Musr very much so focuses on the Midah of Das. Again, taking one thing outside of me and connecting it and making it part of my Mitzias. There's a famous story where Sol Slanter said that one night he was, gonna, he was staying at a hotel and he was going to go the next day to a big Gvir's house and he collect money for the yeshiva, whatever he was collecting for. And he was afraid 
that he would go into this house and see this beautiful house and start getting kina and a taiva for mammon, that he would see this elaborate, beautiful house that would make a reshim on his heart that, oh, I want physical things. So what did he do? He stayed up the whole night and he paced back and forth in the hotel room and he said, a kina of a taiva of a COVID, right? Jealousy and desire and honor. And he said, a kina taiva COVID, all night long, right? Six hours. They had a whole Seder saying, what was he doing? He was taking the knowledge in his brain and stuffing it into his heart, right? So Bali Muster, Bali, the, the Chassidim also into this repetition of something oftentimes is a good way to take something from your mind and put it into your heart. You work in it. It's what you learn Muster. You learn it again and again and you think about it over and over and over until finally it starts making a ration on your heart. But that's the Midah of Das. That's Adam Yodah's Chava. That's connecting two things together. So Amuna is understanding something in your seichel when it's not clear to you and you don't really see the truth in front of you. It's not clear as day, but you believe it up here. Das is when there's a clarity by you because you've taken it and you've made it part of your essence and your existence. But Das isn't the highest level of knowledge, right? Well, there's Chochmah and Bina, but that, that's a different, a different, right, right. Well, Chochmah and Bina are, are, are intellectual knowledges. I mean, we'll explain that another Mitzvah okay. one, one day in the future, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. But Das is the Midah, it's not the highest, but it's the transfer from that higher cerebral knowledge into your, into your being and into your essence. It's the bridge, it's the neck. You're right, the brain is much higher than the neck, right? Mm-hmm. The brain is where all thought goes. It's much more holy, it's much more halig, it's, 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 it's smarter, right? But then again, the neck though, is, or the nervous system we could actually call it, is, is a tool which is used to take that knowledge and to transfer it into your, to your being. So yes, it's not the highest knowledge, but it is the, it is the bridge or the thoroughfare to take the higher knowledge and make it as part of your, part of your essence. So over here we have two avedas when it comes to amuna. We have amuna to believe, and there's Das. So how do you put them together? So beautifully I saw that the, the, the Ramban argues on the Rambam. Or it doesn't argue. He brings the, the Shita, the Bahag, the Baal who argues on the Rambam. And he held that Amunah is not really a mitzvah. Why is Amunah not a mitzvah? Because Amunah is a prerequisite to the Torah. How do I put on tefillin if I don't believe in a Kodesh Baruch Hu? I'm doing nothing, right? If I don't believe someone's mitzvahing me to do something, then I'm not actually doing anything, right? So the Bahag says it's not a mitzvah to believe in Hashem. It's a prerequisite. It's, it's, it's the foundation of the Torah. Where's the, and where's the Misa mitzvah? Every mitzvah needs a Misa, right? What are you, you going to do for the mitzvah? So the Ramban brings it, the argument of the Rambam, he says he actually agrees with the Ramban. So how do we understand the Rambam? How can it be that Amun is a mitzvah? It's a prereq. Where's the Maisa mitzvah? So I stole the Siva Shalom said something beautiful once. He said that in Sefer HaMitzvah, the Rambam is just bringing down the basic mitzvah. Mitzvah lahamin to believe in a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Even if it's not clear to you, even if you don't understand it, all your, you know, the Israeli taxi cab driver, you know, Baruch Hashem, Ani Ma'amin Ba'ashem, that's it, he's Mechal Shabbos, it's okay, but he's yet to the mitzvah at the very bottom level of the mitzvah because he, he believes, that's it, he believes, right? Say for you, say to the Rambam is the details of the halacha. It's not just the basic gather of, you know, counting the mitzvahs. It's the details. He goes through all the pratim of every halacha and all the specifics with it. Over there, he says, Alashan of Das. Why? The mitzvah starts with amuna from believing, when it's not clear to you, when it's night, when you don't understand something. And the avayda of the mitzvah is to take that belief from your brain and to imbue it into your heart. So the maisa mitzvah is working on your amuna, is making it clear, right? No yid is born with a clarity of amuna. Right? Your parents tell you, you discover it on your own, you read about it, you figure it out, whatever it is, it's up here in the brain. How do you live life when tragedy strikes, though, that a person says, you know, it's from a Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's only because you worked on taking that knowledge from your brain and imbuing it into your into yourself. That's the Avedah of Das. So that's why the Rambam says that it's a mitzvah when you believe in Hashem, Yamin, to believe in a Kodesh Baruch the Yeda, and to take that understanding and to imbue it. So I'm Ritz Hashem, where unfortunately it's a shorter day today and, and you're not going to stell as much. But um, 
But um, but Mitzvah Shem, that should be the goal of the Sefer, is that we should learn about Amunah, we should learn about the Kosh Baruch ways, and then in our own lives we should be able to, 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 to bring it in. You know what, Taka, before they start... All right, let, let's hold here. Okay, Yashar Kayach. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday we, we were learning in Chavistah, about serving Hashem, and there was, he's going through different riots over Seichel, which I don't know if that's connected to Yudhiyah. Right, right. Well, that's more like Amunah, right? That's more like Chochmah. That's what I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand right. the difference between... Seichel means like my, I mean like intellectual knowledge, okay. Like a proof. If you'd have some kind of proof, for Baruch So that's that's more amuna. That would that would be more amuna in, in, in this in this regard. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll tell you something beautiful. The the Ramban has a sefer called Tereshem Tamima, and he darshens the pasuk that says Tereshem Tamima, Meshivas Nafesh, Mechkimos Pesi. Right. So the whole capital Tehillim is about the Bria. Right, the stars are on their track and the sun's on its track and, the, and everything in nature works around. So the Ramban says, if you would look at the physical world, you should see a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Right, just from looking at it, you should understand it. However, the eighth Pasuk, Maral, points out eight is always Lamal Aminatavah. Teres Hashem Tamima, but the Terah is Tamima. But when a person learns Terah, though, at that point, he doesn't have to use proofs from the world around him. He knows that reality. Meshivas Nafesh. What does Meshivas Nafesh is? A person has questions, Amuna questions, Shailas, the Terah, by learning Terah, it's Meshiv, it's Meshiv Nefesh. It calms down the Nefesh. You don't have all these, these Chakiras, these understanding, who made the world, why is it like this? You learn some Terah, and you learn, oh, this is MS, that's it. Eight is Hashem Nehmona, but let's say a person is not so sophisticated. He's not a big philosopher. He doesn't have so many cows. He's a simple guy, right? Mechkimas Pesi, the Torah can take an idiot and make him wise, right? But you find that, like, a lot of times our initial approach to, to, to Yadus is an intellectual approach that we want to understand, you know, how does it work with evolution? How does it work with, with, with dinosaurs, age of the universe? All these questions that we have, you know, who created the world? Where did the Big Bang come from? As a Yid, you daven, you learn, and you imbue yourself a lot of times with mitzvahs, and it just, it's part of you. And it's not even an intellectual produce anywhere. You know, you know in your gut, you know deep inside your kishkas that a Kosh Baruch Hu's I mean, there were, you know, millions of Yidim that were a of their lives, al Kiddush Hashem, throughout the ages, and they didn't need to go through an intellectual back and forth before jumping into the, into the Kishon Eish. Why? Because the Torah itself is Meshiv Nefesh, right? That, that by being Isaac in the Torah, so, you know, you have a, a, a Kirov specialist who can explain to somebody all the rayas and the proofs, and you meet your average Bachar sitting in Yeshiva or your Yaman sitting in Yeshiva, and and he doesn't have all that, but he still his straight, his belief is very is clear. What? Right, really because it's been built into himself. So so you know yes, inachnami amuna is when we are not experiencing something. So it's in amuna. It's it's a belief, right? It's something in our brain. Das. It's it's it's, it's it's theoretical, right? Das is when we live it and we make it part of our being. So is that like because there's pitacham in amuna? Right. So, so it's a similar, it's a similar so transition. Like and, yeah, and yeah. Amun, Amun is like the belief in the Kosh Baruch Hu, and then the, the next darga is that you're willing to... So Betachan is more connected with Yediyah? With Das, yeah. Okay. Sure. When a person takes the Amunah and he puts it in his heart, yeah. then nothing bothers him anymore. He knows everything's from Kosh Baruch Hu, and either it'll turn out good or it won't turn out good, or he believes so strongly in the relationship he has with the Kosh Baruch Hu that he trusts that Hashem will... Uh, We'll take care of it. But you're right, that takes a lot of das. That takes a lot of time. You know, I'll tell you guys, I'll take myself, and we'll just land, that I remember it was um, years ago when there were still Shaul's, right? I don't know. Who was mm-hmm, right? yeah. Shaul's, oh. oh. So mm-hmm. Rabbi Chin was in front of me in, in, the, mm-hmm. in the shopping line, and he used to do some kind of kirib on college campus or something like that. And um, he, was, he was fired from his job, or the, the position no longer existed, and he was doing his last order with Shaul. Mm-hmm. And Shaul says, Rabbi, what are you going to do now? And he looks down and he says, I don't know, but Hashem is going to help. And 
Chazal say, when something comes out from the heart, it goes into your heart. I heard those words, and I said, wow, that's a Yid who believes in the Kodesh Baruch, right? Do you think he just popped out of a box, he parachuted in here, and he was able to say that? No, it was the lifetime of Aveda that led him to get to that clarity of, that's the Midah of Das, putting it, putting it in the heart, you know? Thank you.